Good morning, it is the 2nd of February 2024. I'm your host Helen Femi Williams and this is everything you need to know about what's happening in fintech this week, the news briefing. This week in fintech. Visa's direct transactions surged by 20%, unveiling a 200 trillion opportunity that could redefine financial transactions worldwide. In banking news, New York Community Bank Corp faces setback as the bank swings to a loss and slashes its dividends, causing a dip in its stock value. MasterCard revolutionizes security with the launch of a new biometric service aimed at eliminating the need for passwords, enhancing user experience and security. Lloyds Banking Group shuts down Mobile Bank, marking a significant shift in its service delivery strategy. The US is reportedly lagging in CBDC development, with a think tank raising concerns over its progress compared to its peers. Westpac hit with an $18 million fine over conduct in swap dealings, according to regulators. HSBC fined $574 million for regulatory breaches over depositor protection, a serious penalty for the banking giant. The New York Attorney General takes action against Citi over security failings and issues with reimbursing fraud victims. Moving on to the vibrant fintech sector and more exciting product launches. Klarna gears up for IPO with a new $8 subscription plan. Klarna Plus aiming to reshape consumer finance. Ant Group expands its fintech dominance, eyeing new ventures and innovations to solidify its position in the fintech landscape. Apple Card promises healthier financial lives for its cardholders, showcasing the impact of fintech on personal finance. Orcs Money issues record 500 million euro social bond, marking a significant milestone in fintech financing. Figure seeks SEC approval for an interest-bearing stablecoin, opening a new era for digital currency. The UK's National Crime Agency issues Amber Alert on the art market becoming a hotspot for money laundering. Y Combinator backs Nigerian API fintech startup Miden, strengthening fintech infrastructure in Africa. And in less favourable news, Blue Ridge Bank faces troubled waters, raising questions about its financial stability. Terraform Labs seeks bankrupt protection in the US, marking a moment for the crypto community. PayPal initiates further layoffs as it navigates through financial strain and implements cost-cutting measures. Super app startup PaysMe closed down, reflecting the challenges within the fintech ecosystem. Block joins the fintech layoff trend, announcing staff reductions and economic pressures. Swipe exits payment card market as the biometric pioneer shifts its focus amid competitive challenges. And finally, one that's personal to me because I used to work there, alt bids farewell, marking the end of an era for the fintech news platform. That's This Week in Fintech. In this week's Fintechionary, which is the dictionary definition of a fintech word, we're at C. So we did B for Bitcoin last week and C is next in the alphabet. So C for cryptocurrency. So let's explore it. 
Crypto is a digital or virtual firm of currency that uses cryptography for security, making it difficult to counterfeit. Unlike traditional currencies issued by governments, also known as fiat currencies, crypto operates on a decentralized network based on blockchain technology. The appeal of crypto lies in its potential to enable secure anonymous transactions and to raise central banks from managing the money supply, which in turn can reduce inflation and transaction fees. The rise of cryptocurrency has significant impacts on the fintech industry. Innovations like interest-bearing stablecoins or the use of blockchain for more transparent transactions illustrate the ongoing integration of crypto into mainstream finance. As the sector evolves, staying informed about these developments is crucial for anyone looking to navigate the complex, exciting world of fintech and cryptocurrency. Fintech events you need to know about. It's time for our event segment where we spotlight the must-attend fintech events around the globe. Whether you're looking to network, learn, or just have a good time with like-minded individuals, we've got you covered for the top picks of February. Kicking off, for our friends in the Big Apple, don't miss the New York Fintech Coffee happening on January the 8th of February from 8.30 to 10.30. It's a perfect morning start, offering a casual setting to discuss innovation trends and experiences in the fintech space over a cup of coffee. Heading to the West Coast, we have the This Week in Fintech San Francisco Happy Hour with Tactile and Mercury on Thursday the 8th of February from 6pm to 8.30pm. San Francisco continues to be a hug for fintech innovation and this happy hour is a fantastic way to unwind while networking with industry peers and thought leaders. And for our international fintech enthusiasts, this week in fintech Nairobi fintech happy hour is set for the 16th of February from 8.30pm to 11.30pm. Nairobi's fintech scene is vibrant and growing, making this an event you don't want to miss if you're in that region. This week in fintech jobs. And it's time for our job of the week segment where we shine light on an exciting career opportunity in the fintech space. This week, we're featuring a groundbreaking opportunity at Coast, a startup that's on a mission to revolutionize the US B2B card payment infrastructure, particularly for the commercial fleet sector. Coast is looking for an early sales hire to join their team and help propel their vision forward. And as a key member of the sales team, you'll be instrumental in selling Coast's transformative product. You'll take ownership of the entire customer sales cycle, from prospecting to closing for business operating, anywhere from five to 1,000 vehicles. This role isn't just about driving revenue. It's about crafting the sales strategy and laying the foundation for a customer-first sales organization. Your work will not only contribute to the direct coast growth, but also pave the way for the success of future sales colleagues. If you have a bachelor degree, two to three years of B2B sales experience, outstanding communication skills and a knack for selling, then Coast might just be your next adventure. They're looking for someone with a practical, business-minded approach, ready to embrace the rewards and challenges of an early stage startup. Today, we're diving into a fascinating topic that's been making the rounds in the fintech sphere. Before we dive deeper, I want to remind our subscribers that this is just a glimpse of the full discussion available in our paid subscriber reads. 
So yeah, today we're diving into a fascinating topic that's been making the rounds. Have you ever wondered why, despite the rapid innovation we see, there seems to be so much constant recycling of ideas? Well, you're not alone. Nick recently shed light on this very question in his piece titled Signals, Why There's So Much Idea Recycling in Fintech, published January 31st. So literally just a couple of days ago, hot off the press. Nick opens with an anecdote that's far too familiar for many of us in this industry. He talks about receiving the same type of email quarter after quarter for the last five years. The message, an invitation to invest in a, another app designed to automate personal finance management, whether it's branded as a fintech health app or a budgeting tool or an AI financial advisor. The core idea remains the same. Manage your money on autopilot. But why does this theme keep reappearing? Nick argues that while these product ideas seem obvious and appealing, the repeated failures point to a deeper unresolved issue within the fintech ecosystem. It's not that the ideas are inherently flawed. Instead, the challenges lie in executing these concepts in a manner that effectively effectively addresses the underlying complexities of financial management. Interestingly, Nick does point out that the most significant success in fintech over the past decade hasn't been consumer-facing apps, but rather infrastructure providers like Plaid and Stripe. This observation underlines the importance of foundational elements in the industry, which often get overlooked in the rush to develop the next big personal finance app. The key takeaways from Nick's piece is the importance of understanding the history and repeated attempts of these product ideas. He suggests that by studying past failures, entrepreneurs can avoid common pitfalls and increase their chances of finally creating a version that resonates with users at the right time and with the right team and in the right market. Remember, this was just a snippet of our in-depth analysis available to our subscribers. If you found this preview intriguing and you're not yet subscribed, consider joining our community for full access to our deep dive, comprehensive coverage of the fintech landscape. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, that probably would help too. (laughs) 